I beg you, I can't make this week's loan payment. Look into your hard drive and open your mercy file. File not found. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 13, Bender Gets Made. Well, arguably, hasn't he already been made? Like, he was he was made in Mexico, right? Indeed. Um, also, I'm just now getting that pun. <laughs> my opening bit helped you get that pun yeah actually i think i got it when i said it out loud i've just never said the title of this episode out loud so. sure i mean how often do you say these episode titles out loud uh every week now Yeah, more now but... absolutely <laughs> <laughs> before doing a podcast about it probably never true other than like some notable ones like jurassic bark it's true. Well, I've already mentioned it before on the podcast, but uh, for a while, that was the password to my Wi-Fi. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty good. It's a good good Wi-Fi password. Look, I'm never going to forget the password Jurassic Bark. It's true. you got a good point there. Because it scarred me for life. But we're not talking about that one today. We're talking about <laughs> we're talking, Gets Made. We're talking about a completely different episode. Uh, so, the episode starts at mm, TV. Not MTV, but MTV. It is a very clear reference to the MTV logo, though. Sure. Um, but it's more like a Food Network kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're going for a taping of Elzar Live. And I appreciate that when everybody is going into this taping, some people are going through a fancy VIP entrance, and then everyone else is going through the P entrance. <laughs> it's very good. Especially because the, the, the sign of the P entrance is kind of like slanted and not mm-hmm. quite right. And there's like a trash can right next to it. And the, and the two entrances are right next to each other. It's very yep. funny to me. My very next note is, Bender is super excited to see Elzar. That's exactly what I wrote, except for I, instead of I used the word fairy. But other than that, note for note. Yeah, they he's in the audience freaking out, uh, which I get. Well, I mean, based on Bender's previous reactions with Elzar not surprising it's true um and yeah so he's he's literally judging the nanoseconds leading up to this mm-hmm. like this is the best nanosecond of my life no this one is that's no, not so great oh but this one's got promise like he's <laughs> literally just going through every every nanosecond up to uh watching elzar do his cooking show i mean when i've met you know when i've seen shows and met famous people that i was very excited about i count the nanoseconds based on how awesome they were every single nanosecond every last nanosecond i mean i've been there when you've been uh waiting for a show so like i get it you yeah i get excited i'm not embarrassed Mm, that's good (laughs) Um, i'm proud to be excited about things I know it's not cool anymore. You have to have this ironic <laughs> detachment. But I love things, and I'm excited. And that's that's I'm gonna be unabashed, excited about things. Damn it. Okay, that was that was like the 
speech at the end of a movie <laughs> uh, that they'd probably play on the Disney Channel. Sure, because because hipsters are the evil people in that movie. Oh yeah, like a like a Hannah Montana movie yeah. about the evil hipsters <laughs> who are just like only into things ironically. Exactly, and. Uh, she can't figure out how to sell music to them because she's not releasing it on vinyl. Yeah, and she's not ironic at all. They only want the more ironic things. It's this whole big hullabaloo. How are they going to find figure out the 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 solution? And that what I said earlier is the speech that happens at the end. Disney Channel, please tweet at us back to Futurama <laughs> and with those those big checks for your new Hannah Montana movie. Yeah, who needs to make this podcast for free now that we're making the big bucks at Disney? Yep. Just kidding. This podcast is way more fun than writing Hannah Montana movies. So <laughs> I'd imagine. Only if there's rants about hipsters in the middle of them for no reason. <laughs> we we say as we live in Portland, Oregon. We know a thing or two about hipsters. So... uh yeah, Bender is super excited to meet Elzar, mm-hmm. um, to the point where he's like, would you please sign this picture I drew of you? Yeah, Bender looking up at him. With, like, adoring heart eyes and, like, uh, yeah. Elzar pulls out a stamp and stamps it, and then you see the stamp and says, I'll sign this for $50. But it's enough for Bender, and he gives him a big hug and won't let go and elzar says this is why i prefer your non-stick robots and then tickles bender with a an egg beater an egg beater and uh which is a weird sight to see for sure yeah there's a there's a lot going on in that couple of moments in that interaction between bender and elzar so the show starts up and I, I do want to point out that you you missed one thing. He comes down from the ceiling with a jetpack, Elzar does. It's true. It's it very is, cool it looking. It is a cooking show where the host comes down on a jetpack. So that happens. All I'm saying is that this there's definite budget thoughts with this one. Whereas you know there there's some show like Great Eats or something that has no budget but is much better. I don't actually watch any cooking shows, so... Well, what I just said is for those that do, because Good Eats and Alton Brown are awesome. All right, that's all I say. I mean, I'm not... I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not... No, I know, but... I'm uh, not throwing shade at cooking shows. But you're not going to be able to come with me on this Alton Brown journey. I mean, between not watching Doctor Who and not watching Alton Brown, like, I'm just the... You know what? I'm the evil hipster at the end of your <laughs> Hannah Montana movie. <laughs> no! So anyways, uh, yeah, the show starts up and uh, he, it's a normal like cooking show sort sure. of thing. I imagine, Again, I don't actually watch cooking shows, mm-hmm. but my, Bender- fa- oh. my favorite part of this whole bit is that uh, Elzar says, today we're going to make some down home Neptune style gumbo. Uh, the first thing you want to do is boil some oysters in a pot of Neptune-style gumbo. I'm like, <laughs> so the cooking step is to throw oysters in the thing that is already pre-made. Pre-made. Perfect. Um, it's a cooking show that even I can follow. It's it's those good for those on the go that really want that Neptunian-style gumbo with oysters. My favorite thing is that Bender continues to interject pretty much any time... But- Elzar breaks for a, like stops talking for a second. 
Right. Like he says, uh, to boil the oysters in the pot of Neptune-style gumbo. And Bender goes, boil? Interesting. <laughs> and Elzar is a little annoyed by this. Sure. Uh, Elzar uses the spice weasel on it. and He ben- knocks it up a notch. Uh-huh. And Bender is very adamant that he uses it again. Don't hold out on us. Knock it up a not- another notch. And then... Uh, Elzar agrees to knock it up another he, notch. He like grudgingly, yeah, grudgingly agrees to knock it up another notch. Um, as he's about to knock it up another notch, Bender says, "Hey, look!" and snaps a picture of him, which causes him to squeeze the spice weasel directly into Leela's eye. That was a sentence that was just said. C- come on, how how would you describe it? No, you are absolutely describing it one hundred percent accurately. But it's a thing that when you say out loud is a disturbing, weird, <laughs> awkward <laughs> sentence. Okay. I, I, I can understand what you're, where you're coming from. But, but it's also accurate. It is 100% accurate. <laughs> uh, Elzar squeezes the spice weasel. Uh, I'm not, okay, I'm not going to say that sentence again. He did the thing you said. Talk uh, about Ben's euphemism corner. Talk over about here. Ben's euphemism corner over here. Leela takes a ride in an ambulance to the Taco Bellevue <laughs> Hospital, <laughs> which I love so much. It's just another good like, like. Well, in the future, everything has product placement. Taco Bellevue Hospital. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, and yeah, as they're going, uh, as they're going in, they they pass by a Chihuahua in like a doctor's uh, lab sure. coat. And um, Hattie McDougal's there, and, and she's like, how's my cyst? Grande. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's, it's like, it's one of the dumber Futurama it's very, jokes. It's a very dumb Futurama But I joke. love it so much. <laughs> uh, so Lula is back uh, with, with her doctor, um, and he's pretty competent. He's diagnosing Lila with some eye irritation. Seems legit. Zoidberg, on the other hand is like i have more medical uh knowledge in my left claw than this guy has in his whole head or like some rant like that you may have all the degrees and all the the grades but i have more talent in my yeah he's he's got a whole rant you've already you've already used your rant for this yeah he's very aggressive about it that's true i have (laughs) i have hit my one rant per episode limit and i cannot do it again you used it on hipsters. Good job. So uh, I'm not ain't gonna lie. I'm not bad. At, I'm I'm happy about that. The the doctor is not amused, so he gives Zoidberg a couple of pills to calm him down. Mm-hmm. Zoidberg says, "You can't trick me with candy," and chows down. And then I'll, just instantly, his eye, like his pupils, just dilate, and he's like, "Why always the fighting?" <laughs> I love I love sedated Zoidberg. Yeah, because like later they look over and he's he's like, like like what uh, do you think, Doctor Zoidberg? Yeah, and he's he's got his claw in front of him and he's like, uh, he clacks it and he's like, clack, and it's like, like off timing with the actual clacking. It's very funny. Yeah, I agree. Sedated Zoidberg is pretty funny. Team Sedated Zoidberg. Leela has to wear an eye patch for a week, which is really useful as a cyclops. Right. So she is effectively blind mm-hmm. um, for a week. 
and then they run into Elzar yeah. at the hospital. A- after Leela comes back into like the kind of waiting room after like leaning on Zoidberg and Zoidberg says, "Thanks, Leela. I wasn't sure if I could make it." And like l- like collapses down onto a bench. And Elzar says that he just feels terrible about what happened, so he's inviting the gang to the restaurant because he just he feels so bad about it. Mm-hmm. And then Zoidberg is over there, and he's like, "I'm coming down." <laughs> it's 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 a it's an arc in like four four spoken sentences, and mm-hmm. it's very good. Then it cuts to Elzar's restaurant, and uh, the valets are taking people's jetpacks as they fly down to the restaurant. With so many jetpacks! So many jetpacks! Um, so at the restaurant, everybody gets kind of a personalized meal. Uh, Hermes gets a lot of jerk, jerk pork, jerk chicken. Is there a meat that he can't jerk? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, Zoidberg gets a little uh, like crab with mm-hmm. a little edible crown. Uh, Bender gets some sterno, sterno niçois, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Fry just gets a burger. Uh, one one funny bit here is Leela gets a salad, and she says it's so fresh as she eats the ca- the centerpiece. It's all right. So here's my th- this okay. Is, so this is going to come up a lot in the episode. So I'm just going to get this out of the way now. There is sort of a, a comedy trope that I've never really been a big fan of, and that's like, oh, I'm I can't see, so suddenly I am just 100 percent ineffective at literally everything. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. If I if I was not able to see for a week, it would be very devastating. I wouldn't be able to drive to work. I wouldn't be able to do my job that, you know, I'm staring at computers all day. It would be very rough. My problem is that it's this ongoing joke where it's like, oh, she's blind. So she's reaching way over and taking a bite out of this, um, like, flower centerpiece. Like, there's an Invisible Man movie that I think had uh, Chevy Chase as the Invisible Man. Okay. And, like, he turns invisible and suddenly he can't eat because he can't see his own hand in front of his face. Mm -hmm. And it's this whole big thing. And, like, if you closed your eyes, you still have enough spatial awareness to eat. You wouldn't need to see your hand to eat. Sure. So it's always bugged me. It's a little, it's a weird little pet peeve of mine. So I'm just going to get that out of the way now because it comes up a lot in this episode. It does come up a lot. Because the ongoing theme of this episode is that Leela refuses help. She doesn't uh, want her life to change at all, despite the fact that she is totally blind. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's very stubborn about it. Uh, so sure. that's that's going to be a theme that comes up. Uh, anyways, continue on with the Elzar scene. Okay, excellent. Um, so yeah, uh, everybody gets a kind of a personalized meal, um, including Professor's steamed carrot, which is a little too spicy for him. Mm-hmm. A little too. Everybody enjoys it. Elzar comes out with some after-dinner chocolates. Um, which I do want to point out, he, he specifically says, I want you to have these complimentary after-dinner chocolates. Mm-hmm. He's, he's nothing but a, a wordsmith. And then as they start taking these chocolates off of this little plate, there's something under it, and uh, Hermes asks about it. Uh, Elzar says, you take care of that at your own time. Turns out it's a bill for the meal. The uh, total comes to $1,200. No one can pay that, especially Zoidberg. They took away his credit cards. 
Um, that seems justified. The professor also here says, holy zombie Jesus. So like we talked about last sure. week, like they're they're trying out this weird catchphrase with him again, mm-hmm. uh, which does not uh, pick up. Yeah, so they can't pay. Elzar says, oh, don't worry. I've got a solution that'll make everything fine. And then it cuts to them all being arrested <laughs> by um, Earl and... Who's Schmitty? Schmitty. Schmitty. Yeah. That's right. So so they're getting arrested and um and Fry goes in and picks his nose and and Schmitty says, He's making a break for him, get him. No, I'm not, I'm just picking my nose. He's picking his nose, get him. Um and they beat him with nightsticks. As we're loading them into the paddy wagon, mm-hmm. I I just love the line where Schmitty says, My daddy owned a restaurant, and it's punks like you that kept it from going regional. <laughs> and then Earl says, Now it's personal. Like <laughs> It's so good. Earl is very stoic in this episode, and it's very enjoyable to me. And um, Bender offers instead, because Bender likes cooking, and Elzar likes getting his butt kissed, Mm -hmm. to which he responds, no question. (laughs) Well, at least he's self-aware about it. I mean, you got to do what you love. Um, Even if it's not a good idea. And so Bender's solution is instead, uh, he'll just work off the debt by working in Elzar's restaurant. Yeah. And and Elzar agrees. After like the entire Planet Express crew lies about what a good employee Bender is. Sure. Because he's like, usually I hire people who are a little less unbearable. The next time they get to Planet Express, uh, uh, Hermes sits down for his his 10 a.m. meeting and looks around and asks where Leela is. Leela strolls in and she's like, I'm here. I just... My walk t- took a little longer than usual this morning because Nibbler decided to go through the park for some reason, uh, the zoo the for zoo. some reason. Uh, very important because then Nibbler spits out like moose antlers. <laughs> like, oh boy. Yeah, this is where Leela really starts uh, saying that she really just doesn't mm-hmm. need any help because um, she's done some some pretty bad makeup on one side of her face. Which um, I love that the professor says, you look beautiful. Incidentally, my favorite artist is Picasso, <laughs> which is the most intense, like, backhanded compliment ever. It's very good. It's it's incredible. If somebody says, you look beautiful, incidentally, my favorite artist is Picasso, you punch that person in the face. Directly in the face. Because they got it coming. They do. That's That's a jerk thing to say. So Bender is is about to head to Elzar's, so they need somebody to fill in for him. So the professor wants to build a fill-in, some kind of gamma-powered mechanical monster with free freeway on-ramps for arms and a heart as black as coal. <laughs> and then Bender says, well, if that guy can't do it, give me a call. So yeah, he goes to Elzar's, and uh, the first job is he's cleaning out the... Uh, he he. He walks in after just having finished cleaning, siphoning out the grease traps, mm-hmm. and his mouth is all covered in like really gross-looking grease. Yeah, and he grabs a handful of mints and gets grease all over the mints and like throws them in his mouth, and they all clank. It's like, so what's my next job? Saucier, pastry chef, soup guy, and uh, Elzar hands him a plunger and goes bam. <laughs> so Bender's not. Actually having a great time at this job. he's doing menial labor. Uh, This trio of robots shows up. Menacing robots, I called them. Bender asks about him, and Elzar says, 
Uh, let's just say that they're very good customers, and I'm not answering any more questions. Are they the robot mafia? Yes. <laughs> and so the robot mafia is the Donbot. Um, clamps. Clamps, which I have a note here in my notes that says, I effing love clamps. Clamps is great. And uh, Joey Mousepad. Absolutely. You can tell because he wears a necklace of a mouse and he has a pad on his chest. Mm-hmm. It's very good. And um, yeah, I, and you can tell it's clamps because he's got clamps. He's got clamps for hands. They're they're getting in an argument because they want the corner table so the Donbot can put his back against a wall. Sure. Uh, and the hostess says, "But there's a family at that." And Bender says, "Let me bust that for you." He goes over and tries to just take the. Uh, he pulls ta- the tablecloth, mm-hmm. which he manages to not disturb a thing on the table mm-hmm. and they're all impressed and they clap and he's like no what i meant to do was and he just knocks everything <laughs> off the table the the donbot likes his lack of style so you know there you go they have a nice meal and then uh, bender comes after and returns the change for the donbot and uh the donbot says hey this does this compute to you because like <laughs> i'm pretty sure i gave you a hundred where's my change and bender insists he gave him a 50 and there's a little back and forth, and Clamps and and Joey Mousepad get up to kind of rough him yeah. up a bit. My my favorite my favorite part is I think Clamps asks him, "Are you trying to steal from the Donbot?" And Bender's <laughs> like, "Yeah, but he's not making it easy, right? Like he's not even denying it. He's just straight up like, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying." And the Donbot just sort of starts chuckling, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I kind of like this guy," uh, and so he's like in, impressing the Donbot by trying to steal from him. Yeah. And the Donbot slips a 50 into his, his uh, like apron. Says, you've earned that 50. Bender says, you only gave me a 20. And this time, for some reason, the Donbot is like, oh, I'm sorry. And he like goes to pull out more money. He's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> and, then he, and then he hires Bender on as a hired goon. Bender says, I yells, I quit to Elzar. And Elzar's like, okay. Uh-huh. But yes, then they go into the city for this sort of initiation test, um, and uh, they give him this disc, uh, another floppy disc, because apparently floppies are all over the place in the future. Floppies are where it's at, apparently. It's uh, some files for this little lottery that they run. uh, They gotta get to the pool hall. Which I love that uh, Bender's like, you guys run numbers? And Clamp says, eh, nothing fancy. Ones and zeros, mostly. <laughs> I do I do really appreciate when they go to the binary jokes. I mean, just in general, and I, th- I think it's a thing that I've already kind of talked about, and a thing that we're going to see a lot of in the future, is that really robot-heavy episodes, I really love all of the humor that they just pull out of this, because it's like, robots exist in life with us but like they live a very different life than we do sure and so the episodes that are really robot heavy you get a lot of these great jokes where it's just like yeah ones and zeros mostly sure, and it's yeah. this little almost or throwaway there's no line. Such, or there's no such thing as two right and yeah it's so good um but uh yeah and they say just you know watch out for the cops and bender says that's what my mom used to tell me <laughs> And then he's walking through Little Biddly. Sure. Yeah, which absolutely. I, again, I love. It's, it's more yeah. robot jokes. Um, he stops at Tinny Tim's Oil Aid Stand. 
and he he's like uh the robo mafia could use a guy like you and the the thing that i'm kind of in tinny tim responds with um uh, you honor me, kind goon, um, <laughs> but I'm only programmed to sell oil aid and write in cute backwards letters like on this sign. <laughs> they are cute, though. So True. So Bender kind of looks around and sees the cops. Yeah, Earl and Schmitty are on his tail, um, hiding while reading Not some news. hiding they're very kind well. Of, they're re- standing like a block away reading some newspapers. They're not very good at undercover uh, operations. No, they're they're really not. Um, so they they follow him for a bit and then they grab him, um, and they search him in in his compartment. And, but he's clean; he doesn't have the disc. Smells nice too. Better than me. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> such an odd. <laughs> I love Earl. He's yeah. such a great side character uh-huh. that we kind of don't get enough of in it, this series. To it, be you honest, you really don't. You really um, don't. So it turns out that he had either given he had given the disc to Tinny Tim, who is gonna finish the delivery for him with regards from Mr. Bender. And the Donbot's impressed that he'd use a kid for this delivery and says, All right, you're in. Why don't we meet later at our social club? I was really planning on <laughs> sorry, I can't. <laughs> I was hoping to plan some felonies. Oh, well, in that case, let's meet at the Mafia headquarters, (laughs) which I would like to point out because it cuts to an establishing shot of the Mafia headquarters uh, called Fronties Meat Market. Not a front since 2997. Not a front. I can only imagine the commercials. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be be a good commercial, I think. Some just like B-roll of like people... Being like, real excited and and then some butcher and like, a, like a butcher and then like not a front we can promise you that we got meat not fronts we don't know what a front is the mafia who said anything about the mafia come on down to Fronty's meat market okay so so far we've written a Hannah Montana movie <laughs> a commercial for a meat market if that this, isn't a front that's not a front uh. If this podcast doesn't land uh, land us new exciting writing job opportunities, uh, maybe nothing will. I don't think I, I think you're right about that. So as we go into Fronty's meat market, which is not a front. Well, not a front since twenty nine ninety seven. Uh, there's there's kind of uh, somebody that's loaned received money from the Donbot and he can't make the payment this month. They're really uh, shaking him down, and mm-hmm. he says, "Please." Look into your hard drive and open your mercy file. File not found. And then they pull out some guns, like fully automatic guns, and just start shooting this robot all over the place. They riddle him with bullets. Riddle him with bullets. And then they're like, let that be a warning to you. And he gets up and says, thank you, Don Butt, and leaves. (laughs) And it's so good. They're talking with bender and uh one of the things that gets brought up is that like hey he needs like a mafia nickname right joey tries to give him the nickname clamps <laughs> clamps isn't very amused i can't imagine why bender decides to go by blotto because it's gritty it's got street cred and he can keep his monogrammed slippers perfect it's a win-win-win uh so they they talk about uh, this heist that they're going to do, they're going to steal some Zubin cigars. Um, the finest. 
you know, it's going to be a simple job, which clamps, because I love clamps. It's like, yeah, it's just going to be clamp this, clamp that. Bought a clamp, bought a clamp. <laughs> clamps, is, clamps is so good. Clamps is so good. So Bender agrees to be part of this heist, even though there might be some mur- murder killing. It's true. I love the way Joey Mousepad talks, too, because he's like, yeah, there might be some murder killing. Yeah. It's, or no, death killing. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. It's very good. So um, so they, they say, you might want to get an alibi. And Bender's like, hmm, an alibi. So back at the Planet Express ship, uh, Bender is uh, like just saying, oh, I don't feel good. I think I'm going to output. Fry's like, no, but Bender, we got to eat our blast off Sundays. And he's like <laughs> holding two Sundays on this tray. I love this tradition, though. It's it very is a good. pretty good tradition. Bender, er, Fry says, eh, you know, I'll eat yours. It's fine. Meanwhile, Leela is preparing to take off. Mm-hmm. She's still got the eye patch on, sure. so she's still totally blind behind the wheel of an intergalactic spaceship. Well, she says that a good pilot only needs to go by touch. And then she takes off before the doors on the top of the building are completely open and just damage them. Just blast right just, through that roof. Yeah. Um, it cuts to Hermes and uh, Zoidberg sitting inside the building. And Hermes looks at the roof and then looks at Zoidberg and says, it's coming out of your pay. <laughs> Which is such a cruel thing. Like, and then Zoidberg just breaks down crying because I don't think he gets all that much pay to begin with. And I've never really noticed it before, but like I really looked at Hermes during this interaction mm-hmm. this time. And Hermes is just giving this dead-eyed stare of like, yep. <laughs> it's not even anger he's just he's just like it's coming out of your pay that's that the end <laughs> just a matter of fact so on the mafia ship uh the don bot's talking about the plan uh this is where we find out that they're gonna steal some zubins mm-hmm. um, and bender has made some some good old-fashioned uh robot food which is start with some high quality oil and then you eat it and so he's kind of dishing out this oil and and uh, the mafia guys say, "Hey, uh, that's the what? That's the ship that we're looking for. Let's shoot bullets out of our guns." <laughs> Very. And it turns out it's the Planet Express ship. And then Bender gives the longest spit take ever, and I love it so very, very much. It cuts away multiple times to look at back at the <laughs> the Planet Express ship, and then back to Bender. It's very, very funny. It's very good. Like, I'm pretty sure in the original run, that's where it goes to a commercial break. Yeah. So, like, very good timing. Very good. Planet Express gets hit with some of the fire from the Mafia, which knocks everybody kind of over. Um, Leela gets back up and grabs Nibbler's bowl and starts using it as the wheel. Because Nibbler is alongside on this journey. And uh, before before that happens, Oops, too... Uh, well, I just I wanted to point out, because it's more Clamps lines, and I love <laughs> Clamps so much... Well, first of all, Bender is having a lot of second thoughts because he doesn't actually want to hurt the Planet Express crew. Yeah. So it's, wow, like you're going to do this whole thing without killing anyone? <laughs> and the Donbot says, well, no, they're going to be killing. And then Clamp says, yeah, we got them heavily outclamped. They won't know what clamped them. <laughs> it's so, he's such a one note character and that one note is Clamps. But yeah, so when when the attack actually starts and, you know, Leela gets thrown from the pilot's seat, and uh, she starts using Nibbler's 
uh, food bowl, food bowl, and Fry ends up uh, tying strings to the uh, steering wheel so that he can be up at the top shooting in the turret and dodging missiles mm-hmm. as they come in. Which, uh, just point of order, wouldn't missiles like blow up the cargo? You kind of want that cargo. That's the whole point of this mission. That's true. I'm just now realizing that as I say it out loud. Well, the the robot mafia always seemed like the smartest mafia to me. Gotta clamp it. Just clamp it. <laughs> just clamp it. <laughs> if I've never if I've heard of a motto for this podcast, I've never heard a better one. And meanwhile, Bender is uh pretending to shoot. Yeah, he's given a gun and told to shoot. mm -hmm. So he rolls down the window. First of all, because it's a robot ship, they can roll down the window in space, which I love. Yeah, it's very good. But yeah, he rolls down the window and he's making like... Oh, he got me. Oh, what a shot that guy. (laughs) I love that little last like compliment to himself he does. Uh It's very funny. Leela finally realizes that she's not at the steering wheel. Because the raised uh, letters don't say whatever sh- uh, ship master. It says Nibbler. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they she she finds her way back to the actual wheel and says, Don't worry, Fry, I'm back at the wheel. And he's not very enthused about that because she's still, again, totally mm-hmm. blind at this point. They end up getting the ship because as the Planet Express ship is flying by, Clamps grabs it. He clamps on to the back of the ship. And he's strong enough to basically stop it in its tracks. And then he clamps the fuel line. Which does state, do not clamp. Which I love. Because, so I was, when I was moving, uh, many, many years ago, I I had gotten some boxes from who knows where. You always get random boxes when you move. Oh, sure. I got one that had this big orange sticker on it that said do not clamp (laughs) now i'm sure that in whatever industry this box came from that has a meaning that is not related to futurama but the whole time i was freaking out being like do not clamp do not clamp and i took a picture of it it's still on my facebook page somewhere i'll post it to the the twitter um because i was just so excited over the moon over the moon that this box said do not clamp <laughs> making futurama references at me it was so good it sounds fantastic i look forward to seeing that image oh yeah oh yeah um all right earl oh yeah leela does attempt to use the manual fuel pump but instead of w- what she said it was it's she's actually like pushing up and down on nibbler's eye stalk uh, which again it's an, it's another one of the jokes mm, that uh-huh. are i mean uh, futurama does have a tendency to like okay this is what we're making jokes about this time no and i i get it but i i've already explained my whole deal i won't i won't explain it again you can go back in the podcast and listen to it again if you'd like or just go back and listen to mike's rant about hipsters it was probably a better rant anyways i don't know let's let the listeners decide tweet at back to futurama (laughs) who ranted better (laughs) we're we're gonna get a lot of hashtag team neithers i suspect so (laughs) um so they managed to uh board the ship Mm -hmm. and they come in and they they tie leela and fry up and they put Well, first they blindfold them Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then one of the, I believe Joey makes a, makes a joke about, oh, Leela's already, uh, this one's already blindfolded. Leela believes that's a joke on her and jump kicks and hits Fry directly in the face. Mm-hmm. Bender is worried that they'll be able to detect his voice. So he, tur- he opens his compartment and turns his voice modulator from robot to king. And now he has a, a wonderful British accent. Leela actually still kind of recognizes Bender's voice a bit. Um, and in yeah. fact, as he's tying her up, his antenna kind of takes the eye patch off, and sure. she sees this like grayish blob that kind of starts to look like Bender before he hastily puts it back sure. on. Uh, Nibbler obviously recognizes him, and he he has to go get get off me, and it's it sounds very much uh-huh. like Bender, and that's how they kind of get a clue that that might be Bender. And then he puts Nibbler under a bucket with a brick on top of it. Joey Mousepad points out that the manifest says that there's also a robot somewhere on this crew. And Bender says, don't worry, I'll take care of him. Yeah, Clamps, Clamps was about to go, and then Bender volunteers. And then, um, yeah, so he's just beating up this machine that is... Uh, yeah, f- first... I guess we didn't point out that it wasn't really Bender on the ship. It was a machine. Yep, this is one of those situations <sighs> we just done. We do that a lot. We do that a lot, and we're very sorry. But he's sitting in there reading a comic, and he... He says, oh, don't hurt me. And like he hits he's him, hitting himself he with hits a frying himself pan. In the frying pan until the audio recording rewinds and he just starts beating the crap out of that and turns it off that mm-hmm. way with a frying pan. Uh, Fry is really sad because he imagines Bender's dead and wants to spend the last moments alive reminiscing about Bender. He mm-hmm. was like a big computer that ran on magic. Sure. Uh, they grab all the Zubins. Then the Donbot gives Joey to Joey Gas to burn down the the ship. And gives Clamps gas to burn down the crew. I'd also like to point out, again, a thing that I never noticed before, uh, but the side of the box of the Zubin cigars said, Zubin cigars, just add fire. Oh, that's good in- mm-hmm. instructions, actually. Yeah, thank you. Like you said, the uh, the Donbot wants them to burn down the ship and burn down the crew. Which I just love the framing of that sentence. Uh-huh. And Bender says, nah, you guys get out of here. I'll handle the doity work. And the Donbot really enjoys the new accent. <laughs> um, it's true, because he's he's now changed accents uh, twice in yeah. the span of, like, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. So Bender leaves, the the mafia leaves, and uh, Bender goes back and rejoins the crew. And he kind of ties his arms up together behind him, and then acts like he just come, he's just come to. Leela says, well, hold on. I have an idea. And she starts rubbing the rope on her arms against Bender's arm, mm-hmm. thinking it's going to cut the rope. And then it breaks Bender's arm off. Mm-hmm. It's very good misdirection. And then Bender unties everybody and no one's the wiser. Yep. And then they head back to Planet Express. With uh, the ship crashed into the side of the building in the establishing shot. I didn't even catch that uh-huh. in the establishing shot. That's very funny. I mean, I'm impressed enough that they got back to Planet Express in general. That's so. true, yeah. that's She did pretty good. Now it's it's finally time for Leela to uh, have the eye patch removed. Zoidberg says, I'll handle the snipping. I have the necessary equipment. And he, he's holding <laughs> up his claw, and then he brings up a pair of scissors in his other claw. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so he snips the... He snips it instead of just taking it off like a normal person. Uh-huh. Leela... The Leela's vision starts coming back, and she's like, oh, I think it's Blotto, the guy who was uh, the mobster on the ship. And uh, Bender gets nervous, and then... He he uses Nibbler to wipe away his sweat. As the, the vision comes 
uh, comes back, it's the professor, and she's like, Professor, where were you? Uh, and he's like, where am I now? Meanwhile, there's a, no- uh, a person at the door, and it's Tinny Tim. Um, and Bender says, they sent a child to kill me, and then kicks the, the crutch right off of the side of Timmy Tin, uh, Tinny Tim. Yeah. And uh, he's like, excellent kick, sir. <laughs> and then... Um, uh, he's like, but actually, I'm just here to give you the the uh, your bit from the cigar heist. Yeah. And uh, Bender says, oh, sweet legal tender, and just eats all the bills. And then he quits organized crime. From now on, he'll stick to the regular kind. He heads inside, and Fry says, I was the only one that really knows what happened. Maybe someday I'll tell you the story. And maybe someday I won't listen. And that's the end of the episode. And now it's time for grades. This is a very good episode, in my opinion. Um, it's got some really good characters. You've got Elzar coming back. You've got, you know, the the introduction of the robot mafia, including one of our favorite new characters, Clamps. Bada clamp, bada clamp, bada clamp, bada clamp. Um, it's it's kind of a funny little uh, a story about Bender being put in a really interesting position um i there's a lot of good good silly jokes in it um there is the you know you you mentioned the blind jokes and they they do go to that well quite a bit Mm -hmm. but i i I think it's still pretty funny um especially because she you know injured her one eye and now she is basically completely blind instead of and and just the kind of cyclops joke there so i i think it, it it does a very good job of being a very good at a Futurama episode, I'm going to give it an A. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much on the same page with this one. They are, uh, you know, it, it is a very good episode. Uh, like I said, I'm always a fan of when it's a very robot-heavy episode and you get all the very uh, robot-nerdy jokes. This is the kind of humor that was written for you and me. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's, it is a very good episode, and I do like all of that. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of other things to add. I think you hit on a lot of them. Um, as I mentioned, the whole, like, um, the extreme level that they take the, oh, Leela can't see, so, like, um, like you're, you're going to know if you're holding a pet food bowl instead of a steering wheel. Sure. You know, like, things like that. They go to a pretty extreme level with that. Uh, but the rest of the episode's so good. And, I mean, it is a cartoon. I'm not going uh, to be like, oh, well, that's not realistic on this cartoon show <laughs> about the year 3000. Like, I'm not going to Kind go... of like how we did last week with the, the water. Right. I'm not going to go that heavy on it. <laughs> it does kind of knock it down a little bit for me. So I'm, I'm only going to give it an A-. minus. Okay. But... Um, you know, just just that little bit. It's it's always kind of uh, irked me a little sure. bit, but not enough to be really down on the episode. So yeah, a minus. Cool. Yeah, I think we're that's a good agreement for us both. And I think even with you know some of the you know the possibly the way you see it, it's still a very good episode. And we always want to know what you guys think about this episode um, or any other Futurama related anything really i mean yeah. obviously we like talking about futurama we st- started a whole dang podcast about it a whole dang podcast so uh if you do want to get in contact with us 
plenty of ways to do so. You can email us by uh, sending an email to backtothefuturamapodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at backtofuturama. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash backtofuturama. As always, we are on iTunes, so feel free to rate and subscribe and send it to your friends. And until next week, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Goodbye from the world of tomorrow. tomorrow.